Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today we actually have to talk about advanced processor manufacturing or semiconductor manufacturing because the United States government just barred advanced tech firms from building Chinese factories doing this for the next 10 years. This is coming from the BBC that I'm cribbing heavily from, and wow, is this surprising. I've got a lot of thoughts on this, but here's what's going on. U.S. tech companies that receive federal funding will be barred from building quote-unquote advanced technology facilities in in China for the next 10 years, and that's according the Biden administration. The guidelines basically that were unveiled were part of a $50 billion plan aimed at building up the local semiconductor industry here in the United States. Now, it comes as business groups have pushed for more government support in an effort to reduce reliance on China. They are faced with a global microchip shortage, which has slowed production. We've all seen that, uh, whether it's, you know, buying automobiles. Uh, you know, I, I basically was looking at a recent car and they said, oh, we can only give you one key. If you go buy this car, we'll owe you the other one. Chip shortage, sorry about that. You know, to basically computers and firewalls and anything else that requires a processor, which is pretty much everything these days. Now, According to U.S. Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo, uh, basically explaining the U.S. Chips and Science Act, and I quote Ms. Raimondo... We're going to be implementing the guardrails to ensure that those who receive CHIPS funds cannot compromise national security. They're not allowed to use this money to invest in China. They can't develop leading-edge technologies in China for a period of 10 years. Companies who receive the money can only expand their mature node factories in China to serve the Chinese market. Now, in August, uh, President Biden signed a law committing $280 billion to high-tech manufacturing and scientific research amid fears that the United States is losing its technological edge to China. The investments include tax breaks for companies that build computer uh, manufacturing plants in the uh, computer chip manufacturing plants, excuse me, in the United States. The U.S. currently produces only 10% of the global supply chain for uh, semiconductors, which is key to everything, as I mentioned, cars, mobile phones, computers, you name it, and that's down from nearly 40% in 1990, meaning we've been outsourcing quite a bit of this, primarily to Taiwan and South Korea, but other places as well. And China has started to really boom in this, and it's obviously very inexpensive to build in China compared to here. Now, the Chinese embassy in Washington was not a fan of this. They opposed this, calling it reminiscent of a, quote, Cold War mentality. So... I have to say, though, considering all of the issues that we've had with supply chain woes, moving advanced semiconductor production here to the United States, I think is a great long-term move. It also helps shore up security for the manufacturing of these parts. If you recall, there's an article by Bloomberg uh, a couple of years ago where the Chinese government was caught inserting into super micro motherboards processors the grain the, the size of a grain of sand or great grain of rice excuse me and obviously the chinese government denied it mike supermicro denied it but uh basically the company that found it uh is sticking by it bloomberg is sticking by it as well so we'll see but the point is is we've seen a lot of intellectual property leave the united states only to be repurposed uh essentially uh in china we've seen them uh basically try to build knockoff uh intel uh processors all these kinds of things so i think that this overall in terms of building advanced uh, and innovative semiconductor uh, products like uh, microprocessors here in the United States can shore up that physical security that would make it a lot harder for these things to be stolen. And as the federal government moves to adopt more stringent cybersecurity practices, like the DOD's CMMC, or Cybersecurity Maturity Model Certification, I could see them impose those level of uh, stringent compliance standards on this type of manufacturing because this would be essentially considered... um, 
I don't want to say controlled unclassified information or more stringent, but definitely something that we would want to keep in-house to make sure that, that we continue to have that leading edge. So I think overall, though, if I'm looking at this and thinking about this long term through the next few decades, it helps with U.S. job creation. It pushes for more education here in the United States into advanced manufacturing for things like microprocessors. I think this will benefit the economy overall. And honestly, I think it's a win. I think if we are looking at this, this helps to basically increase our market share of semiconductor uh, production. It protects our innovation. I, I just I, I can't see a downside to this beyond the, sh- the short term pain you know, of having to, let's say, shift manufacturing processes out of China. But if we are in the middle of a economic cold war, if you will, to use Chinese uh, China's embassy's words, yeah, I mean, that's what you got to do. And they are continuing to rise. They are continuing to to essentially innovate in their own way. And if we're going to stay competitive, the last thing we need to do is have our competitive products being manufactured in a country that could possibly steal them. So there you go. I think overall, this is going to be an interesting thing. I think it's a win in the long run, if I'm thinking long term, 10 years down the road for the United States. So it's a good move. I really think it is. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everyone.